Then she barges into her room, like, let her resurrect her mom in peace. <laughs> then she touches the dead mom's brush and ruins everything for Casey. Granted, had she not, she probably would have summoned an abomination. But still. Oh, no. <laughs> like. <laughs> Hi, Rogue. Hi, Zax. Hi, Karina. Hey, Zax. Hey, Rogue. Hi, Karina. <laughs> Uh, we're continuing Lindsay Lohan month, and today we're going to dip our toes into the occult with life size. Oh yeah, that's the number one takeaway from this movie, for sure. Pretty much most of my notes have to do with how that's her go-to, Yeah, honestly, just like Wicca, you know. <laughs> Love that representation. Real, <laughs> real quick, uh, in case you don't know what the movie is about... Uh, Life Size is a movie where Lindsay Lohan's mother passes away, so she tries to resurrect her mom, uh, Full Metal <laughs> Alchemist style, and instead brings a doll back And the doll is Tyra Banks. <laughs> yes. We should start with the opening scene. <laughs> I think, Rogue, you said it stayed with you a lot. Oh. <laughs> but, well... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this is your favorite movie. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's one of my favorite movies, first of all. Um, <laughs> as far as like early 2000s goes. Um, and I rewatching it, I haven't seen it. And I mean, I saw it kind of recently. I would say I haven't seen it in like six years. And rewatching it, I was like, yes, this is why I love this movie. Every single <laughs> moment of it. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, it, it opens with a commercial for Eve dolls, which is like Barbie. Um, props to them for making the main Eve doll black. And then we cut to this girl looking real, through. Making her black is a real power move in early 2000, <laughs> so I'll give them that. Right? I mean, good for them. <laughs> making her black and not making her urban, I think, also mm -hmm. <laughs> should be noted. Yeah. Um, yeah. It cuts to this girl looking through a store window, a toy store window at the at the new Eve doll that they're displaying. And she goes and she has turf bangs. <laughs> she goes, I want something with microchips. Which, first of all, she's like ten. Um, I don't think kids today know why toys talk or how they talk or microchips. It's such it's just such like an early two thousands thing that Adults think that kids would say about yeah. toys that are electronic. Yeah, but you just know that kids like tech stuff. So those we'll kids and their darn words. technology. <laughs> um, so we see these four girls, and then we go forget about. Oh well, the lady who owns the toy store is like, man, I don't know these kids yeah. and their tech. They're not she buying just like Barbie shakes dolls. Nobody's head. buying dolls these days. They're like fourteen years old. Like, why? They have a math test tomorrow. Why were they looking at the window in the first place? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Was like early two thousands? Like, was Barbie not doing well? Because um, if no, I'm remembering I correctly, <laughs> yeah, like Barbie was popping off then. Because I remember yeah. like early two thousands was my prime Barbie phase. Because I was Although a little baby. And I'm like, yes, this Barbie CD-ROM game slaps real hard. <laughs> These Barbie oh movies, oh, excellent. The, 
the Barbie game that I had for for CD-ROM was like a Barbie nail designer, and Ooh. you could design the nails, and then it came with these stickers that you could put in your printer, and you could print out the nail designs <laughs> on the stickers and stick them on your nails. And wear them and be cute. <laughs> yes. I, my favorite like Barbie game. <laughs> my favorite Barbie game has to be Barbie Horse Adventure. That game was absolutely excellent. I don't know if it's going to hold up nowadays. Um, my sisters and I have vowed that the day we find it, we're going to speed run it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Barbie's ever been like doing poorly, but in the early two thousands, she definitely had more competition because that's when like the brats were sort of that's picking true. up a little bit. The edgy girls, Barbie, and like Polly Pockets. I feel like yeah, yeah. What would we call? Because like nowadays, like brats are like you look at them and you're like, that's an e girl. But like th- we didn't have that type of language back in two thousand three. So I don't know what yeah. we call them. Microchips. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think something interesting that the sh- movie doesn't bring a lot of attention to, but like it's cool they include it. Casey is a girl on a bo- all-boys football team. Oh, yeah. And it's just fine. And nobody makes a big deal of it. I mean, that's something I think that was done pretty well in a lot of these kinds of yeah. movies from this era is they like things happen in the movies and they don't bring attention to it and they just act like yep this is just normal because i never questioned that when i was little i was just like oh okay she's she likes yeah good for her she must be a good football player yeah i mean like there's no side plot about there's no side plot about like the boys being like oh we have a girl on our team blah gross yeah, just the one guy who gives her the business, but that's, like, just because he likes to give her the business. Yeah, she calls him Wienerhead. <laughs> Wait, does yeah. she call him Forehead or Wienerhead? <laughs> I think she calls him Wienerhead. No, Forehead is excellent, though. <laughs> I'm almost positive um, it's Forehead. Oh, straight up, like, some of our friends, like, say Forehead, and I needed them to explain what that meant, and they're like, oh, it's, like, dabbing. I'm like... Okay, <laughs> I guess <laughs> like the motion of dabbing, like you put your arm to your forehead, and so instead of being like like you dunk on somebody, instead of going oh dab dab dab, you just say forehead. But the way they used it in a sentence was the way they used it in a sentence was like wow, you're a big idiot forehead, like you're calling somebody forehead. Well, like that was a thing in like the late nineties <laughs> and early two thousands. You would call people forehead if they had a big forehead. <laughs> See, the like, my connotation with, like, calling somebody forehead is, like, you're calling them a Neanderthal because, like, the big forehead thing. <laughs> so you're yeah. calling them stupid. I don't know. Language has just, like, really gone downhill since <laughs> 2020 handle... began. <laughs> I can't handle it. All these youths <laughs> nowadays. So <laughs> <laughs> On one line, I got her saying she's fighting with a forehead or wienerhead, whichever head. <laughs> And, um, he's like, they're like, ugh. Um, she says, I hate dolls almost as much as I hate you. <laughs> Which, so, like, you're in for a treat, Lindsay yeah. Lohan. We got a surprise for you. You know what? Now that I'm just, like, off the top of my head, <laughs> off the top of my forehead, look at me making connections to the youth, this isn't really a Lindsay Lohan movie, because she's not in it all that much. I think she, I mean, she's, like, 
the main she's what drives the plot for the most part i think yeah but she's not there aren't like a lot of scenes dedicated to just her there's plenty of scenes dedicated to just tyra banks doing fun silly things and then Lindsay's there like all right i gotta go to the bookstore and find the second volume of this witchcraft book yeah i guess but it is Lindsay's movie because without her there'd be no movie yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's about yeah. her... Actually, she doesn't have a whole lot of character growth in this, but... She, yeah, she no. really doesn't. At the end, I she was... doesn't like Drew more than she did at the beginning. Which, fair, Drew kind of sucks. I do not like Drew. Like, okay, she's trying to her that best. Part, I dislike <laughs> Drew. I just do. I don't agree with anything she did the whole movie. Drew was really giving, like, future step-parents a bad rap, which, like, is a running theme in Lindsay Lohan month, just step-parents. Yeah. I don't know why, yeah. but... <laughs> I will say, I do like... So she has a workaholic dad, but he's a workaholic because he's dealing with his wife's death kind of thing but i do like that the moral of the story isn't quit your job to be with casey his is like i'm gonna take an afternoon off every now and then and spend time with my daughter but he leaves like (laughs) right before like i think he's a lawyer i didn't really pick up on what his job is or like the bank like if you miss this meeting you're fired like i didn't pick up on what that situation was but his boss is like dude where are you going this is super important and he's like yeah but i gotta go watch my kid's football game taking in that he's a lawyer i'm assuming he just like walked out of a case (laughs) Well, I, like they're about was, to deliberate, and he's like, "Everybody, I it, can't give you my closing statements today. I gotta go watch my kids' football game." Well, it was the deposition, and he was a lawyer, and they were lawyers too. So it was like, "Look, you, we don't need three people to listen to someone say something. You guys do it. I'm gonna do this one thing." I still think um, that's like so. That's just unprofessional. Yeah, that's irresponsible. I mean, you could definitely lose your job <laughs> from like, doing well, that. The thing is, though, like, at a certain point, you only, because, but remember, he makes partner after, so his boss likes that he stepped up to him. Okay, but that's a terrible message. But he wasn't getting promoted when he was just, act like, doing whatever everybody wanted. When he was doing his job. And then he finally was like, look. And then he was finally, like, He also brought in a really incompetent secretary. I mean, you can fire him for bringing Tyra in. I was also, one note I took on that, um, when she works there, it's so funny, like, not that I ever lived in a time like this, um, it was just really funny that, like, no one gets fingerprinted in these days, in movies in these days. You just, you could just go to work anywhere. Zach, did you get fingerprinted for your job that you have now? Yeah. Yeah, she did for her job. I mean, like, considering what you do, like, you do need, like, a vulnerable sector check or a police check. But do they think of you? The last time I got one, they were just like, all right, we're going to run your name through our records. Oh, you don't have anything because you're 16. Yeah, I guess not. I got fingerprinted for my (laughs) job and, like, a background check. Yeah. Maybe it's an America thing. I I don't know if we do that in Canada. I work with kids, though. I work with kids, too, and I didn't have to do that. It's not necessarily that you always have to get fingerprinted, but they do run your name through it. She did not, they could not know where she lives because it's a fake place, but she still gets to work yeah. there. And then Drew comes and in I, later and it's like, oh, yeah. like all things, like we looked at her previous places of employment, NASA, 
the Sunnyvale PD. I'm like, you're you took her word for that? You didn't like contact NASA and were like, hey, did you ever have like a rocket scientist named Eve on your team? I love how like references yeah. aren't a thing, apparently. Yeah, she gets hired like the day of. Well, technically he just wanted her to be a temp. Because <laughs> that's one thing that like, granted, it's not like it really comes up because like she has to go back to being a doll, which we'll get into later. <laughs> but the plan was, okay, so Tyra Banks saves Lindsay Lohan from getting hit by a car, even though she wouldn't have had to run into the street if it weren't for Eve. <laughs> but she saves her she really life. She snitched on her. She was like, I know who stole your book. It's her right there. <laughs> and she's like, oh, darn, I gotta leave. Um, And... The dad is like, hey, you know, like, you saved my daughter's life. Uh, let me take you, give you a ride anywhere you need to go. They, she's like, ooh, the mall. They go to the mall. And he <laughs> says, well, you know what? I could just loan you some money until your things arrive. And she's like, okay. She, and then just, like, spends all his money like he's her sugar he just, daddy. <laughs> He just immediately assumes sugar daddy position, yeah. which I thought was, like, I don't know. I'm sure I would be grateful for someone saving my kid's life, but I don't need to, like, bankroll yeah. their <laughs> vacation I mean, account? he's a lawyer. He's mourning. <laughs> just let him deal with grief the way he deals with grief. If Tyra Banks <laughs> saved your kid, would you, would you let, give her your credit card? I mean, if Ty- yeah, if it was Tyra Banks, yeah. She's got money though. She doesn't need your credit card. What if it I was say- Eve? Oh. Eve is a star. <laughs> if Tyra Banks saved my kid, I'd be like, "Thanks, Tyra Banks." Now I have some words about what you did to Yaya in America's <laughs> Next Top Model because you robbed her of the victory she deserved. <laughs> I'm very bitter about um, America's Next Top Model. We might get into that. <laughs> I, you know, I only watched like one season. I mean, yeah, I me feel too. bad because I'm not saying that modeling isn't like a profession. I just was really bored. <laughs> the show is like a really, it's a disaster because Tyra's like, she really said like, here are these really dangerous uh, challenges that we're going to make you do. I'm not going to do them though. I'd never be able to complete them. Like they set them up for failure every single day. <laughs> And that's, you know, that's kind of the problem with some of these reality shows in general, where it's like, we have a really bare bones thing we're going to do, but we have to dress it up somehow, so we're just going to make these insane challenges. Like, uh, we're going to model in different ways, we're gonna We're going to hang you off of a building and have you walk down sideways. <laughs> that was their first <laughs> challenge on one season. Hadn't even, Gosh. like, really gotten settled. They were like, all right, we're going to, like get you all like suspended up there walk sideways you don't even know how to walk yet you don't have your headshots done you have nothing go for it ladies and then they're like i just don't think you're cut out for this because you can't walk down a thing that's a terrible way to model clothes i do think it's funny yeah. that they're like um in that show they'll be like you can't be a model if you blah 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 i'm like <laughs> okay i'm like oh Oh, also, okay, before we get back into uh, Life Size, 
the black girls on that show were always treated like trash and it makes me so angry i'm like tyra honey how are you as a black woman who has under how like experienced racism within the modeling industry why are you doing these these things to these girls why are you making them straighten their hair why are you like letting your like co-hosts tell them that their complexion is ugly why are you closing tooth gaps like i don't understand tyra what's going on are you like still angry with naomi and you're taking that out on other girls i don't know that's just my two cents (laughs) those are like 15 cents yeah (laughs) (laughs) my my cycle 15 Uh cents um, so going back to life size, we haven't really talked about how uh, Eve comes to be, how Tyra Banks comes to be in the real world. It is um, a great one... scene, also. Every scene in this movie is great. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so Casey's solution is she immediately like goes online and looks up necromancy. <laughs> Which, like... Like you do. Okay, not your typical Disney flick, but that's fine. But here's what's weird, though. Because, like, anytime it's a decom movie and, like, a teenager hides something, the parents watching at home are like, no. So now this movie is trying to, like, make parents afraid that their kids are, like, delving into the black arts because she's looking it up, dad walks in, and she shuts it. Like, nothing, dad. Don't worry, dad. I'm not looking for, uh... 200 gold pieces worth of diamond dust to use true resurrection. One thing I also noticed in this movie, like, going back really quick uh, to workaholic dad is how he's like, sorry, I missed the game, but I'm gonna make the next one. She's like, yeah, all right. Like, she's just done. Like, you've lost your daughter. She's not, like, it's not even like she's mad at you anymore. She's so done. She can't even be mad anymore. Exactly. Oh, man. (laughs) Like, you really goofed it. Um, Can we talk quickly about just, like, the dad and how uncomfortable he makes me? I don't know why he makes you guys so uncomfortable. I don't see it. It's just, like, the faces he makes. Like, that one screenshot I posted. I just, like, I don't know what it is about his face. He doesn't blink that much because... I have never had a problem with the dad watching the show, but when you brought it up, I was like looking at the horrifying picture you sent. <laughs> it also it doesn't I'll help that the version here. we watched had terrible, terrible quality, so everyone's yeah. face is a little obscure. <laughs> but like, he just—it's not—he's trying to look like a warm, loving father who's just going through a lot right now and trying to make partner. But instead, he comes off as just like, ooh, life. He just comes off as a lifetime bad man. <laughs> like, which doesn't necessarily mean that you don't look handsome or charming. It just also looks like you're probably a murderer. Like, you know that just- Lifetime movie where it's like <laughs> they're cheerleaders, but they're also like in a sugar daddy ring? <laughs> he yeah. looks like one of the sugar daddies that would be like requiring this high school not high ooh, ooh that'd be really bad they're college <laughs> cheerleaders so it's a little bit better but not all that much oh well, yeah there is one lifetime movie 
it was actually like really boring which i think is because it was like really based on a true story and those are like kind of the worst when they don't like embellish anything but like <laughs> some lifetime movies um, really embellish based on a true story yeah. the pregnancy pact <laughs> But in this one, it was called, like, the Babysitter's Club, where these were, like, they had to start a business in their class, so they decided to start a babysitting business, but really, they're just escorts, and, like, it was really uncomfortable, because, like, they were, this was high school, because they were worried about what colleges they were going to go to. Oh, God. And, like, so, I don't know, but it was pretty boring. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my favorite lifetime um, movie though has to be the one with uh allison stoner and she's a sugar baby i love that they made two they made sugar babies and sugar daddies but neither one really gets into like the psyche of the sugar daddy mm-hmm. so i don't know why they i feel like uh, a future episode of like <laughs> i i'm so sorry i literally forgot the name of your segment the one where we just talk about topic deep dish <laughs> not the <laughs> deep dish this one yeah the, like the the one where you talked about Sean Mendes and where we talked about teenagers oh, talking. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. I feel like we should have a sugar daddy episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're all gonna go onto sugardaddy.com, try it out for ourselves, and then we'll get back to you. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, We're not you're gonna welcome do that. Too. <laughs> you're welcome. We sugar babied, so you don't have to. <laughs> you didn't have to. Oh, no. <laughs> the whole other channel just to just to be clear we are not doing that <laughs> although if you want to do that it's your life just be careful on the internet be careful so, in real life honestly yeah yeah be careful yeah. <laughs> that's what the episode my... will be called be careful be careful oh yeah that's good okay <laughs> here's so now like because casey stole the book She's going, she stole this book from a local books shop thing. And on her way in, we see the four girls from earlier who don't leave this sidewalk. They just live there. Oh, they're homeless. So she's walking by and they're like, Casey. And then she like, I'm busy stealing my necromancy book. Leave me alone. And they're like, Oh my gosh, ever since her mom died, she's been avoiding us. She's been such a drag, like, get over it. It happened two years ago. Think, yeah, that was the we- fact that they put a time stamp on it and also were like, get over Like, they say, like, get over get it. Over. That sucks. You have awful friends. And it's weird, though, that the movie never considers them bad friends like the movies on their side she should get over her mom's death and just be friends with them again that's an awful message to send to young kids (laughs) but so she gets the book and she goes home and it is her birthday um and drew is over uh yeah here's my problem with drew so earlier in the episode when we were finding out that he's a workaholic dad she's like oh drew is like oh you work too much i should come over and make you dinner and he's like no it's my daughter's birthday and i promised her it'd be just us okay drew see you tomorrow we're done with you you don't come over to the house and she's like i'm sorry but i have this really important work thing then why did you bring a gift you know my daughter's so angsty and she hates you (laughs) let me just come over make it worse like and then 
here's my issue. This is like what I even like wrote down. She gives Casey a doll, and she's like, you know, I used to love Eve when I was growing up. That's a bad birthday present already. That's a good just because gift. But like. I didn't want to see you on my birthday. You got me a gift. You don't even know anything about me. You could have given me, I don't know, a new football helmet. Yeah, I don't know, something, a duffel bag, even. A gift card to sports check. Yeah. Or just like a gift card and I'll spend it wherever I want. Or money. I feel like people. Yeah, people give money and gift cards a bad rap. But like, honestly. I love when that happens. People like having money. That's never... I don't think it's that bad a gift. I think getting gift cards is excellent because it's like, oh, like, here's this store that I went to. Here's something that I think would look good on you. And then, like, you're like, oh, thanks. I love it. And then it's maybe not that great. Or even if it is great, maybe it doesn't fit you. And then you have to go through all the trouble of going to the the store, exchanging it, looking for something you actually want. When you can just go to the store yourself, pick out something you want, use the gift card, and then show your friends later in your Snapchats, like, here's what I got. And then your friends gas you up. And then it's not awkward yeah. when your friend's like, what happened to that sweater I bought you? <laughs> You're like, That's oh. why you never give people clothes, though. Like, <laughs> the moral of the story is don't give people clothes. Don't give people clothes. Give them, like, bake cookies for your friend on their birthday. They'd appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, for real. Yeah. What were we just talking about? <laughs> oh, it's Casey's, so, it's Casey's well, birthday. Okay, yeah. so, so, Drew, and then... Here's the next thing. Okay, so dinner's ruined because Drew won't get out. <laughs> so she, so Lindsay is just like, you know what? Whatever. I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to bring my mom back to life. So she places her thing down. She makes her little altar, which I was like so surprised that they actually like showed all this in a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not. It was the Wild and- West in the early 2000s. It was a free for all. You could do whatever you wanted. <laughs> I just was, I did not, like, I guess not, it doesn't matter. I just didn't think you could put, like, a pentagram on, like, a kid's I do like how Life Size dipped its um, toes into Satanism. Like, full on. It was really It's like, we're not saying that's what it is, but it totally is. So then, she's, like, doing her thing, her door's closed, and the Drew's like, hey, can I come in? Opens the door. No. No. You're not, no, Drew, go away. Leave me alone. That's rude. Then, then she has, the, she like drops all of her stuff. Oh, and b- then before she like, does that, she like invites, okay. so she invites herself in. Then she's like, wow, look at all these trophies you have. You has. English is my first language, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> she's like, look at all these trophies you have and goes to touch it. And then Casey's like, no, don't touch it. Drew then knocks everything off of her shelf. <laughs> Which is makes like, a mess of her altar, ruins the thing. And then and she's like, she's oh, like man, now I have to clean all this up. And then she like is like just then she's like, oh well, let me help you. No, you've done enough. Yeah, okay, just leave. At this point, yeah, go away. But no, she okay, doesn't but, go away. Okay. She grabs okay. the doll <laughs> and brushes it. That's a weird thing to do for sure. It's fancy. That is a weird thing to do for sure. But I kind of (laughs) stand Drew because, like, you guys are so harsh on her. Come on. She's trying her best to connect to the daughter of her boyfriend. But 
the daughter doesn't want to connect, so you need to back up. I'm going to compare this to an earlier uh, movie that we talked about this month, uh, Freaky Friday, with the the step-parent interactions. The way Ryan still hates that that's a grown man's name. The way Ryan interacts (laughs) with Anna, Mm -hmm. he's like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I get it. We're not, like, the best of buds right now, but I'm going to give you your space. I'm going to wait for you to come to me the same way you treat a cat. And then eventually, like, she comes around and she's like, you know what? You're not that bad. I kind of like you. Thanks for being part of this family. What Drew is doing is she's just picking up this cat that she just met and, like, getting up in its face. Like, oh, my God, I love you. And, like, of course, the cat's going to get angry and it's going to scratch you. Which is fine. That's a fine analogy. But you can't then criticize every single thing that she does. She was complimenting her trophies <laughs> and accidentally knocked them down. And then if if she that's had not said the, that's not the problem. She, no, if she had, <laughs> if she had said, um, all right, see ya, sorry for knocking over all your trophies, you would have been like, Oh, she didn't even offer to help pick them up. Like but you're criticizing her for offering <laughs> no, to help. The issue, not, the issue isn't like what she does. The, the only- issue is is that she's not respecting Casey's boundaries. She's not respecting her space. She's going into her space uninvited and clearly unwanted and continues to be like, Ooh, let me just touch all your stuff. <laughs> That's the My issue only I have. Ish- yeah, like I do have nitpicks about like all of her actions throughout this movie. Because it's also weird because like clearly We'll get into this more later, but they're not an official couple yet. She's yeah. trying to be because they're not because he freely dances with Tyra Banks and he doesn't like he's not like trying to really hide it okay. from her. Well, then all. that kind of makes everything that he does a little less like gross, not a whole lot less. Yeah. But like if they're not an official couple, then yeah. all right, I guess. But still, but like with Drew, my issue is like all the little issues that I have, it all boils down to the fact that if she had just backed up in the first place, we wouldn't get to where we are now. To be fair though, this movie would not exist without Drew. <laughs> it wouldn't. So, but she like, did something, right? Yeah, she did. Although I would really like to see the movie where Casey brought her mom back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, can you imagine, like, the next morning, like, her mother's there, and it's like, oh, great, mom, you're back, and then, uh, what's the dad's name, Ben? I did write, uh, a little note that is bad at Drew, but I do give her some props, because I said, then she barges into her room, like, let her resurrect her mom (laughs) in peace, then she touches the dead mom's brush and ruins everything for Casey. Granted, had she not, she probably would have summoned an abomination. But still. (laughs) Yeah, that raises the question. When she raises her mom from the dead, would her mom have come back, like, nice? Like, would she have been like, hey, I'm here, I'm ready? Uh, Or would she come back as an emaciated corpse? Or would she come back? Because, like, what... What Casey implies, like, later on in the movie when she's talking about how she feels about her mom dying, I'm assuming that it was, like, cancer because, like, oh, she went to the doctor and they found something. So I'm like, okay, like, I'm picking up what you're putting down. So would she have come back, like, post-diagnosis where, like, she's really not doing okay? Well, if they're gonna Or would she come back, like, when she's 100%? I think most of the time when you get resurrected, you get resurrected in, like, peak conditions. I'm trying to think about, like, Dungeons and Dragons logic as to how you resurrect somebody, but every time we've mm -hmm. done it, 
it's just kind of been a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Yeah, I don't know what they would have done. I guess that's why they didn't resurrect them all. Disney's like, we don't want to touch this. <laughs> so the next morning, Tyra Banks is full size in the bed because she brought the doll She's to life. She's life size? Here's, um, before we get into, like, all the doll shenanigans, I just wanted to bring up some, like, super old tea that, like, I don't know what the future holds for this. But a while ago, there was talk that Amy Schumer... It was going to be in a Barbie movie. And the whole thing was basically she's not as pretty as and perfect as the other Barbies. And she's just sort of trying to find her way. Um, she backed out, an article said. But, like, and then they were talking to, like, Anne Hathaway at one point. But, like, the last news was it was going to be Margot Robbie. Which, like, okay. Is this a live-action Barbie movie? It was going to be, like, a live-action Barbie movie. Were they, they going like, to make her ugly, with... or, like, what? I don't know what the plan is. Maybe just, Margot you know, Robbie's honestly... going to be, like, the pretty Barbie. I see well, it. I mean, the point was, I guess, I don't know what they're going to do with Margot Robbie. Like, I got what they were doing with Amy Schumer, but I don't know. Anyway, the reason I bring it up <laughs> is because I kind of was, I'm not really that big into Amy Schumer, but like when I heard about the Barbie movie plot, I was like, I'm curious. I want to see how this pans out. This might be um, a controversial opinion. I do not like Amy Schumer. That is I just not don't like how she steals uh, jokes. I don't think that's fun. That is not a controversial yeah. opinion. Are you like being, no. are you being real? Yeah, I don't, I don't like, like her. Think, I'm like, don't no, steal jokes. Think, I'm sure you can be funny without stealing from people. You think that's a controversial people. opinion? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I think it's crazy. <laughs> I think my favorite time she stole a joke was she stole Ellen DeGeneres' joke and then told it to Ellen on her show. <laughs> oh, that was, and like, Ellen's face on that one was just like... Like, where have I heard uh, this before? <laughs> she was trying so okay. hard. To be okay. Also, she named oh her kid God. genital. Like, Gene yeah. Idol, I think, is like, his first name was Gene, middle name Idol, and then you put it together and it's genital, and then she's like, oh my god, I had no idea, haha, <laughs> I'm gonna change my kid's name. I'm like, how do you not know that you named she your kid genital? No. That's really... But she did change it to something normal after, right? Yeah, but I'm like, how do you miss that, though? <laughs> it had to be she's intentional. Just- Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think that's really weird when people say stuff like that, because, like, I already know, like, what the kids I'm never going to have are called. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My sisters have, like, notes on their phone of, like, potential baby names, and they are not having children anytime soon. That's for damn sure. (laughs) And if that's not what they're thinking, I'm going to make sure that that's not happening. (laughs) But... The reason I brought up Amy Schumer was because even though I don't think we're going to get the not classically beautiful Barbie movie, I think Life Size does a good job about teaching you about inner and outer beauty and whatnot. So, they wake up and they have the thing like where we look at each other and we home alone scream. (laughs) Hi, I'm Eve. I'm your special friend. Um, she's so cute. She doesn't, like, know anything. Like, Lindsay is just so fed up with her immediately. Like, from the get-go, yeah. She's like, oh, like, you nuisance. 
Like, as much as I (laughs) beef Tyra Banks, I will say her performance in Life Size is very endearing. It's very sweet watching her, like, not know anything. (laughs) I love this movie so Like, oh, that's cute. The typing scene. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll get into that later, because I have so much in that. (laughs) But... Okay, so Casey is like, oh my gosh, Eve, you are so useless, you can't do anything. But do go into this store and ask for this book. (laughs) With no money. Does she give her money? (laughs) Because you are an adult. Yeah, why is she she not allowed in this store? Is it like, isn't it an adults-only bookstore? No, she went in the other day, but she stole the first book. Did the... And he knows that she stole it. He was like, because she asked him for it, and then he was like, oh, well, I don't think you have enough for this one, but let me see if I can find you this other thing or whatever. And then she takes it, and he's like, oh, man. Oh, beans. Oh, beans. But then, (laughs) so then he's like, oh, you know, I have the first volume. I don't have the second one yet, but it got stolen yesterday. She's like, oh, I know who took it. (laughs) And then she brings it out. And it's like, there she is. Hi, Casey. And then Casey books it. He's like, oh, no. Now, Dad took the day off, and he was going to return the book that she stole. So I guess he go, he does that. And then they go home because she passed out. Or, well, did they return the book or not, do you I think? don't know. Like, does she? No, because she's talking, was... like, later uh, with somebody online as a child in the early 2000s. We're not going to unpack that box. (laughs) But she's talking to somebody about, like, getting a copy of the book, I think. Yeah. Because, like, well, like, the dad meets up with him. And the reason he finds when Tyra Banks saved her life is because he was headed to the bookshop to return the book. But then Casey passes out and they go home. But I'm just wondering, like, did they stop to return the the book book first before they go home? Like, they're just carrying her limp body and they're like, oh, by the way, this belongs to you. And, like, even, like, Casey's, like, about to pass out on the ground, but Eve is already hitting on the deck. Yeah. <laughs> like. This is I mean, the first man Barbie. she's ever seen. That's not necessarily I, a true. Little, a little, here's a theory I got, because, like, throughout the whole movie, the only male she's interested in at all is Ben. And granted, that's who she spends the most time with. But part of me wonders if because the brush did have the dead mom's hair in it as well, Uh, if that's part of why she was drawn to Ben because of that. Oh, I like that theory. That's good. I was going to say, I was like, (laughs) what if it's like a Twilight thing where like she imprinted on him? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, okay, less of a Twilight like, thing and more of like a baby duck thing where it's like, oh, yeah, the first thing duckling. I see is my mom. <laughs> and instead, it's the first man I see I fall in love with. <laughs> Me in so, college, honestly. Also, okay, so like this whole trip, I took a note of like a few of the quotes, but I just love all the miscommunication gags that Eve has going on. <laughs> oh, there's one specific where- one I want to talk about. <laughs> Uh, okay, let me just say this first, and then you say yours. My favorite one, I think, is when, like, they're going to the car, and she's like, I love it, I have the same car at home, but you have to push it. And then the dad says, oh, I know how that goes, AAA canceled me years ago. Which, like, that raises a lot of questions, but, like, I just love that we're just rolling with it. And, like, 
everything she does just happens to work out right now at these oh god just her little like things like that it's so cute i'm like okay tyra you're kind of doing it for me in this movie <laughs> um then like i was one thing like when the dad like he takes them to the mall and i'm like again i get that she saved your kid's life but if she wasn't a doll that got turned into a person overnight, she's a con yeah, artist, right? Yeah, like, yeah. She's out here she's, scamming men, and like, you know what? I kind of support her. <laughs> she's literally a con artist. And like, I will say though, like, I love when they do the um, fashion montage of yes. just her trying on all those studies. <laughs> that was a flawless like Perfect granted scene. she is a model so like she's kind of killing she would it do that. <laughs> yeah hopefully she would kill it in that but it was just so great and like my Lindsay favorite has to so... be like the the white bell bottoms like that's yeah. a good fit so iconic <laughs> i loved the uh pink top dress with like the long flower train deal one that she wore just every picture every frame <laughs> a picture <laughs> So that um, is one of the reasons why I like this movie. It has a classic 80s fashion montage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I pointed out is that unlike in Endless Love 2014. Card in the card corner. In the <laughs> this dad does order for them, but Eve is overwhelmed by the menu. Because it's all in Italian and she can't read. She also has the also, menu upside down. She's also a doll. This, this movie keeps pointing to the fact that she's illiterate and nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. Yet she's performed, but she's been like a police sergeant and a doctor. And a NASA like, employee. We either believe all of this and we address your illiteracy, or we don't believe Or we're you not listening we... to you, because <laughs> like... you're so beautiful, Tyra Banks. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. I think it's um, also at this, like, lunch scene. Oh, okay, before I say this, her, like, eating the bread. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> this was literally my favorite scene in any movie for, like, ten years. Just Tyra Banks eating bread and just being the bread, and then when the when Ben says, "Little knob do you of want butter? some butter?" and she goes, "Yes," and then just shoves the butter in her mouth. <laughs> My favorite scene, and the fact oh, that so she's good. so amazed that what? it's real food. Like just the <laughs> commitment to that. I'm like, all right, the, okay, the Tyra. Dad is just- the dad is just like, wow, I guess Sunnyvale isn't the restaurant capital of the world. <laughs> oh, but but that le- <laughs> leads me to a question. Why is Casey trying to expose that Eve is a doll, but also not trying to expose that Eve is a doll? I, like, because I don't know why she does that. Because <laughs> she's at first like, yeah, because the dad is like, oh, yeah, that's not the restaurant capital of the world. Sunnyvale, where is that again? And then Casey's like, yes, please tell us, where is it? She's like, oh, it's a little and town then... in the middle of America. But then later on, she's like, oh, it's the Sunshine State. And then Karen, like, the receptionist, Florida. is like, ugh, Florida. <laughs> I do but really like, like how, like, she says that, like, ugh, Florida, you know, like we all do. <laughs> I feel bad for Florida. Don't feel so bad bad for Florida. <laughs> 
I'm sorry if anybody's but, from Florida, but I'm, no, I'm sorry you live in Florida. Yeah, I'm sorry that you live in Florida if anybody's from Florida. <laughs> it's it's just confusing because like, okay, so if you just told him, Eve at this point is like really honest and I think it just hasn't occurred to her to really bring it up yet. And like, it's not like she's been told by Casey, like, it's a secret that you're a doll. So if she was just like, Dad, that's the Eve doll that Drew gave me. She'd be like, yeah, um, it's me. I am a doll. I'm the doll. <laughs> I'm Eve. But, but if she did that, I'm pretty sure the dad would be horrified if she actually convinced him that that was true. But also, you're going to totally get grounded for dabbling in black exactly. magic, Casey. <laughs> Maybe. So like... <laughs> <laughs> but like why are you trying to catch eve in a lie when like what are you doing what's your what's your motive here i think her like, motive is yeah. just to make eve look dumb which she doesn't really need help doing but <sighs> um so then Oh, before we move, Over. before we move on, oh, yes. before, uh, I think it's also in this scene, another, like, pun, I guess. Um, they're yeah. talking about, like, oh, you can come, like, be my temporary secretary for a little bit. She's like, oh, great. And then Casey's like, oh, yeah, uh, what systems do you know? Apple, Windows? And then Eve goes, oh, both. I love apples. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, like, just her face. She's so happy thinking about apples. Yeah. Like. Yes, I do. <laughs> she just, she's so pleased with herself. She's like, I, I love, love Apple. <laughs> and I know what windows yeah. are. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen, I've looked at them before. Uh, so then she goes to work with the dad. Um, and then, she, like, you know, the receptionist, Karen, like, checks her in and gets, like, her settled with, like, the work she's going to be doing. The dad's best work friend is creepy right away. Yeah. He, like... Sits on the desk and is like, oh, who are you? And she's like, hi, I'm Eve. Which, like, great that, you know, Eve's all about making friends and talking about herself in the third person. Yeah, nobody points yeah, that nobody, out. Nobody's like, yeah. why do you speak in the third person? You know, she's a like really, like, intense being. So, like, she's just kind of got a lot going on and then like so they have like their flirty moment but then it's very like, one-sided yeah yeah quote and unquote dad, flirty. yeah <laughs> richie being creepy and eve not understanding <laughs> yeah she's not reciprocating at all but then the dad is like tate like come in i have some filing for you to do and she's like oh wait your neck is sore so she starts massaging him <laughs> You know, like you do with your boss, be a massage therapist. Yeah, and then Drew comes in and is like, so like she gives like Eve like a stare off, like Ben is mine kind of look as she's leaving with him. Like he chose to leave with me, yeah, to go do a work thing. <laughs> I maintain that Ben is not that interested in Drew. She's just shoehorning her way into this family mm -hmm. like because like casey's not ready to let someone into her family 
really the dad's not ready to let anyone into the family but then at the same time he's like eve i think you're i love you let me smooch you in my yeah like big nice backyard yeah (laughs) which and that supports my mom brush theory i think mom brush but (laughs) whatever (laughs) (laughs) um but with uh Drew, like, okay, going back to that dinner right before Drew shows up and overwhelms Casey, like, that was, like, she was so overwhelmed. And, like, the dad was just like, maybe we need to talk about you going to your therapist again. And Casey's like, ugh, therapy, gross, no. And then she's also mad at him because she's like, why do you never want to talk about mom anymore? And, like... I mean, although that's a hard line, because it's like, okay, yes, maybe we should talk about, like, the good times with mom, or, like, process how you felt when she got sick, but we can't entertain ideas about bringing her back to life, I think so like, I'm not mad at the dad for shutting that down right away. I think what makes me so, like, not, well, maybe better about, like, other DCOMs tackling the topic of deceased parents is that nothing mm-hmm. is ever going to hold up to how Smart House handled it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that was, that was the dead mom trope, like, done right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was just a really good movie. That just, like, they really, like, they didn't have to go that hard, but they did. They really yeah. nailed it. Okay, so then we have the montage where she's failing at life, she cannot <laughs> type, and, like, it's weird that, like, she's just pressing buttons. <laughs> We've all seen the GIF. We've all probably used it. <laughs> And, like, Karen's face when she looks at it is, like, horrifying. <laughs> like, what Which, are you like, doing? At least Which that's I something. <laughs> but I don't know why we continued giving Eve tasks. We need to talk about this. Oh, we what do you for- think is on we the screen right forgot. now? Like, right before that, like, that iconic typing scene that was a cultural reset. Eve is, like, going through the files that are just, like, on the desktop, and she's deleting all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah, and that's why uh, Creepy Friend came to save the day, because he, like, control z that, yeah. I guess. I said, like, uh, in, in our group chat, I'm like, this scene is giving me one-year-old with mummy's iPad while she files her taxes vibe. Yes. Like, you need this? <laughs> no more. Bye-bye. Um, then... Uh, when she gives Karen a makeover, it's, like, really a sweet moment because, like, I'm really bad at all this stuff, but you're really good at this secretary stuff. She's like, yeah, but but I look all frumpy. (laughs) But then Karen is like, yeah, but, like, don't worry about it. If I was as pretty as you, I wouldn't worry about, like, being good at maintaining a job or whatever. Which, like, I don't know, that seems like a bad message it seems like a, It's a really backhanded compliment. It's like, aw, if only I were pretty like you, then just, like, me being an idiot wouldn't matter. Yeah. But then she, like, puts a little blush on her. Parts her ear to the side. She's a whole new yeah. woman. And, you know, and that is something, though. Like, makeup does help people feel more confident, and I think 
that in most makeover scenes, it's not so much just the look. It's just how, like, now this person is confident. Mm -hmm. So that's good, I guess. But uh, you still didn't need to call Eve dumb. Yeah. I will say, though, <laughs> the parting her hair to the side really speaks to me because when I was, like, 13, the day I learned I could part my hair to the side and not in the middle has changed my life exponentially. <laughs> I've never gone back to a center part. Yeah. Once you leave it, yeah. Really Once you go sideways, you can't go back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... And then let's see. Okay. Now, next thing, like, she goes home and she's getting all dressed up because there's a big lawyer party. And then Casey is like, rips her shoe off and is like, I found your serial number. I'm showing this to dad and he'll know you're a doll. And then she's like, okay, cool. But, like, I want to go to the party tonight. So let's do that tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Even really agreeable like i didn't ask to be alive you gave me consciousness yes i'm going to a party we'll work on this tomorrow I, in the last episode you said like <laughs> oh you're just a ghost until like a certain age because you're just being taken to places that's really what eve <laughs> is embodying in this whole movie <laughs> she's yeah, just going from place to place pretty okay with it and then at the end, she's like, oh, my God, I've had, like, this moment of self-actualization, and I'm going to make the first, like, informed decision of my life, of my whole four days of life. <laughs> what do you guys think of uh, her slapping Richie? He deserved it. <laughs> we all... Do we all agree I... that Richie's kind of nasty? <laughs> I just like because like for she didn't know when he was flirting with her. I just think it's so good that she happened to watch TV before going to that lawyer party. Or yeah, would have been a whole different. Like I also like that she slapped him. He looks shocked and is like, "What was that for?" And she was like, "You were being forward." And then he's like, "Is no, that not I what I'm supposed to do?" I also like, like that what? before that she does ask, she says, wasn't I supposed to? You were being forward. Like, that's the that's what happens, isn't it? Ooh, there, that's, like, there's a real, like, quiet commentary within that couple of lines. <laughs> You're being forward. Isn't that what I'm supposed to do? Yeah, that's like, go off, sis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, now, Karina, I think you can walk us through this next thing. Uh, she... The party's a dud. Oh, no. brings it to life. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> this, okay. So she hops up on stage because the party's, like, not doing great. She's like, I know how to fix this. Oh, no, before that happens, uh, party's a dud. But the musician's like, okay, we're going to take requests. Like, it's K.K. Slider. He's like, we're going to take requests. Uh, if anybody <laughs> wants a song, come talk to me. Topical. And she hops up on the stage. And she's like, do you know, be a star. And he goes... Well, no, but if you sing it, I guess we could follow Which along. Is, first of all, let's just be clear. Be a Star is the theme song for the Eve, Eve. dolls. Yeah. So, so these sorry, grown men, of course, do not know Be a Star. Yeah. That, <laughs> it's the like same asking... vibe to, like, you going up to... <laughs> just a really obscure, like... Like, oh, do you know the JoJo theme? People were yeah. like, no, but if you sing it, I could follow along. No, they can't. This they can. They're professionals. I mean, 
<laughs> they have no sheet music. <laughs> the one thing I will say, my one crit- critique on Tyra is that like she did such a good job acting as Eve. Eve or Tyra is not really a singer. <laughs> And it was kind of rough. <laughs> she was having a time. Like, she gave it her all for that performance, and I commend her for that, but ooh, it was pitchy. Yeah. yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her for going out <laughs> she of did, her She did it, though, and I'm like, okay, Tyra, good job. I mean, you she, win this challenge. <laughs> she brought the party to life, and all of them were happy, so that's Oh, good. Real, real quick, speaking of challenges, um, I can hear Michelle, Michelle Visage's voice um, critiquing the fact that Tyra's dress does not touch the ground. <laughs> Sorry, my dear, but you are up for elimination. It's time to lip sync for your life. <laughs> <laughs> this this week you were asked to perform where you were asked to choreograph a performance to be a star by Tyra Banks. Good luck and don't mess it up. <laughs> um and then she wins and then she gets to go on to the next round. <laughs> yay! She did it. Good job, Tyra. Yay. So after yeah, it's p- it's a real hoot and a holler watching her <laughs> dance and sing. And they really love that song. I wonder and then all the 40 to 50 year old white people in this dance hall just trying to dance when they can't. Yeah. <laughs> so after the party, uh, dad was walking Eve back to the pool house. Because they're rich and they have one of those. And uh, they almost smooch they almost do a smooch and Casey sees because she was about to expose the serial number deal but instead she's like dad how could you which like runs away crying so clearly she does not know that Drew is romantically interested in this man and that's further reason for Drew to let Casey alone well like is that what it's implying or is she well it, no it's definitely that's why she's upset she's like oh my gosh you're romancing Eve this is terrible why would you do that but is she Upset because it's like, oh, you're replacing mom. Or is she upset because it's like, this is ruining my plan? She's mad. I mean, I think she's mad because, like, dad's not supposed to love anyone but mom. Uh, And then she goes upstairs to her room. And the dad follows her. And then she's like, you let her stay in mom's special place. And you fell in love with her. She wants to kiss you so you can fall in love with and her. And he's like, what? I don't love her. That's how love works. Yeah. <laughs> She's just very beautiful. It's Tyra Banks. How can you not? <laughs> and then she says, go away. I hate you. Which, like, honestly. That's stung. Well, not even her parent. And that's stung. Because, like, here's my, like, granted, growing up. I went to certain people's houses to sleep over. Oh, no. And they spoke to their parents in a very rough way, as opposed to other people. You know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> We're calling you out, not by name, though, because maybe uh, your relationship with your parents is better now. You know, it wasn't that bad. They were just really aggressive. Oh, man. I don't know. It seemed unnecessary. But 
That being said, I feel like it's a lot harsher to say I hate you mm-hmm. as opposed to just cussing them out. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So, yeah. So, I don't know. If, yeah. So, that's my hot take on that. Even if you don't mean it, like, just the I hate you. Like, that's awful. It's harsh. I hate, yeah. I hate when I hear people say that to other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes me hurt. Yeah. Like, if you say it to your friends, like, girl, I hate you, like, that's another thing. But if you're like, I hate you, like, that's yeah foul. Don't do that. Yeah, it's just, it's really uncalled for. And, uh, oh, where was I going? Uh, hate is bad. (laughs) Title of this episode, hate is bad. (laughs) Um... But then also, she makes Eve out to be this mastermind. She wanted to kiss you so you could fall in love with her. Meanwhile, Eve has three brain cells, doesn't know what's going on half the time. She can't read, Casey. (laughs) She can't read. (laughs) She doesn't have an address. She doesn't know how to file her taxes. She doesn't know how cars work. And then the. She's really trying her best, okay, Casey? The next day, Casey's back at football practice, and Tyra Banks visits her and is like, hey, so, like, what's up? Oh, before she's before like, she's like, what's oh. up? She, like, okay, so Casey, like, calls the kid a wiener head again, and she has to sit yeah. out. That's her time out. And then Eve just comes out of nowhere. She's <laughs> like, I love sports. They help keep you healthy. I'm like, Eve, you're not helping. <laughs> Eve, Eve is now. always helping. Eve, read the room. <laughs> People are upset. And then, so then Casey's mad, and Tyra Banks is like, okay, well, you know what, I'm just going to cheer you up. And I think this is the cutest scene. It's very heartwarming. Because she's like, I'm just going to make her a whole dinner. Where's Eve's magic cookbook? It has blue Uh stars on it. Oh, no. Where is it? But I can't find it. I'm going to have to just... Set the kitchen on fire. (laughs) I'm just gonna have to improvise, which, like, girl, you just got fired (laughs) from the law office, (laughs) and you can't read. No one's told you that, which I guess is also a problem. Like, she thinks she can. But, like, can you imagine, like, how sad this movie would get if somebody was like, Eve, you're an absolute moron. You can't do anything right. You're That's illiterate. Kind of... You're dumb. She does that to herself, but like if I mean, somebody like got in her face and said that. That's kind of what Casey's been doing though. She's yeah, just but like, oh, it doesn't Casey. matter because it's Casey. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, so you're just a little kid. I don't care. But like if an adult was like, God, you are so stupid, she'd be like, What do you mean? I'm <laughs> Eve. I'm perfect. So the house sets on fire. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> this is an endless love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no one took acid today. Oh, man. <laughs> but Casey comes home. She has to pull out the fire extinguisher and put out this burning chicken. And then they both get covered in fire extinguisher foam. Whatever's inside of a fire extinguisher. <laughs> it's a good thing it's foam then, and not powder. Yeah, mm-hmm. Or whatever it is. <laughs> 
they get covered in it, and then Eve is like, Ugh, you're so stupid. You're so stupid. You can't do anything right. And she's, like, crying. And then Lindsay Lohan just laughs at her. It's like, look at your face. (laughs) It sounded, like, really mean. But then at least, but, like, at least Eve can poke fun at herself because then she laughs and she's like, oh yeah, look at yours, loser. And then they both have a nice laugh. But Eve's like straight t- up crying and she's like, don't laugh at me, I'm sad. <laughs> it's like you're like, when you're the sad drunk of the friends and then like the rest of your friends are having a hoot and a holler. Meanwhile, you're having a breakdown <laughs> and your friends are like, yeah, you look so dumb when you cry. And you're like, leave me alone, everyone, I'm sad. But then I got too uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna just roll it. Like we're not that. gonna unpack that. <laughs> and Karina gets sad yeah. to the bingo board. Unlocking <laughs> Karina's lore. <laughs> the only time I've like drunk cried in front of my friends, she like wasn't having it and she was like, Let's just go get you some food, you're sad. I wish I had supportive friends like that. They just like left me in a room. Oh my that's so mean. <laughs> oh, that's a- here oh, on kind of friends, we look out for each other. Even though we're yeah, only well, kind least... of friends. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Better than my real friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture them just dumping it in a closet. Like <laughs> <laughs> a Harry Potter closet under the stairs. Not There's no such closet. thing as magic and they just shut you in there while you cry. <laughs> Oh, that's sad and funny. That's good. That's sad (laughs) and funny, the name of this episode. (laughs) So they go upstairs, they have a shower, she's wearing, I guess, Casey's football jersey. But it's massive, like, even on her. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe the dads, I don't know. But she's wearing a football jersey, and they finally have, like, a heart-to-heart where Tyra Banks is like, look, you need to stop pushing people away because, like, look at yourself. Get some therapy. Like, you got, you, like, have a pretty smile and nice Your hair thousand-watt smile. Yeah. And then the dad looks at them and, like, here's something... He, like, waits for them to sort of finish before he's like, sorry to interrupt, but, you know, like, it's bedtime. But also, by the way, how old is Casey? Yeah. When did this movie come out? But he tucks her in every night. When did this movie come out? 2000? Okay, so she'd be 10. She'd be 10, because she was 13 in uh, Get a Clue, and that was 03. Mm. So she's 10 at the oldest. So that's Lindsay Lohan's age, but what age was the character supposed to be? Because she could have been younger. But she's on like the. Well, it was her birthday. Was team. there were there like candles on her birthday cake? I don't uh, remember her birthday cake. Uh, Casey's scenes aren't all that important. The real like meat and potatoes this of this movie is Tyra seventh Banks. grade. This says she's in okay. seventh grade. So okay. however old that's older than ten. Yeah, that's definitely yeah, that's older like than ten. Twelve, sometimes thirteen. So like. I guess it's, I mean, he works a lot. That's their only quality time. I guess it's fine that he still tucks her in. I don't know. All right. I, was, I sure wasn't getting tucked in in seventh grade. Wait, no, uh, she was you know, older. She's She was born in 86. So she was 14. We need to map out the Lindsay Lohan movie <laughs> timeline. <laughs> so, um, but now they're friends now. And... 
the next, the next morning. day. The next morning. It turns out this movie goes by so fast. It's, it's like it's lot. four days, but it goes by in like nothing. Yeah, zip zap zap. But Casey is like, hey, so guess what? It's the fourth day, and that book that we needed to put you back in the doll's body came, but I like you now, so we don't have to worry about I that. I like that she even tells her that. Like, why tell her that the book came if you're not going to use it? Yeah. Like, like oh yeah, like, I already wasted, like, $25 plus shipping on Amazon Prime to get this book here on time, but, like, you know what? Don't worry about it. <laughs> You know, in 2004 when Amazon Prime existed. And then, but then she's like, no way. I can't do that. I saw a commercial. My Eve dolls are in trouble. I'm going bankrupt. And then she's like, hey, like, I gotta, like, Casey, wait. And then Casey's like, okay, bye. And it's like, look, I thought you liked me now. Normal people listen to people when they're talking. <laughs> Eve. <laughs> But nobody listens to her. She then uh, now back to workaholic. Oh, sorry, I'm just thinking about Tyra about. Banks yelling at that girl. Listen, I've never yelled at a girl in my life like this. Oh, if the movie took a turn and like that's how Eve was acting. I mean, at that point, it's basically just like Chucky. <laughs> Learn something from this. <laughs> so, um. Dad is like, he's got a memo, uh, gotta be at the game, but they were supposed to be here, we were supposed to be done a half hour ago with this deposition, which is kind of weird because, like, depositions can take, like, a whole day, they can take however or longer, long. yeah. I haven't, yeah. I haven't watched but, The Social Network in a hot minute, and I'm trying to remember what a deposition is, is that where you sit down with, like, either party and you're like okay here's all the evidence here's what we're gonna go over in court so you're not like throwing fastballs at people well, is no, that what it is or am i thinking of something no, else both like a deposition is where like both lawyers like both sides are present but they're just like interviewing like your statement like what you're gonna say in court basically okay but like so i guess you would know the evidence that's gonna go down but mostly it's just like your pre-testimony testimony. I'm interested in what, like, Ben's case was, though. <laughs> yeah, what was the deposition on. about? Yeah, like, I want to know that. Yeah, Do you think it was, it was Tess from Camp Rock's mom, uh, her tax scandal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe. That'd be good. <laughs> It went on for years, and she's like, it's finally catching up with me. Honey, I'm going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then he, like, leaves, and he's like, look, I can't, like, give you my whole life. I'm going to just go to this one. I'm taking this one afternoon off. Which, like, we disagree on that. Like, I think that that's... I mean, you gotta put in notice, so, like, I don't know why you couldn't have just, like, worked that like, out later. But he still arranged for friends to cover his shift. What? Did he? Well, he told them, he was like, you two, like, you guys got this cover for me. I'm going to the game. And then That's they high-five the each same. other. They're like, it's not the same. Like, I, I don't work like, in a law office. It's not like he's I'm, working at McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> work in a law office. Not by, like, 
that's, like, that's not what I do. But even that, this is back when I had a job. This is probably dating uh, this recording, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> but like back when I had a job, uh, if I couldn't be there on a specific day, I had to tell my boss like a month ahead. I had to be like, hey, I'm not going to say my boss's name, but hey, queen, I can't come in. I have somebody to cover my shift. Um, and I had to be really specific with who was to cover my shift because the job that I do requires a lot of training. So I couldn't just be like, yeah, it's, here's my friend Suzette who can't hold a fork. <laughs> I couldn't do that. So I doubt like somebody with like a master's degree in law could just like walk out and be like, hey, team, like I'm going to leave this afternoon. You got this, though, right? And like, I mean, yeah, there's like lawyers. three lawyers, he... but there's a reason. Like, there's a reason each one of them is there, I'm sure. Yeah. So he can't just be like, cover I... for me. You got this. Yeah, I'm sure like you're there what? for a reason. You were probably picked for this. This like your client is probably expecting you. <laughs> I mean, I guess the thing is, though, like, he's only hurting his career, but he's not hurting the company. That you know of. What? Like, well, he got promoted to partner, so obviously he did it. Here's how this would affect <laughs> the company, though. So, Ben, I don't know if we brought it up. The dad's name is Ben. We definitely brought it up. So, Ben <laughs> yeah. misses the deposition. He goes into court, like, next week, next month, whenever this case goes to court. He's not prepared because he missed the deposition. He missed all of these, like, important details. So the deposition he gets written down and video recorded. He, he can just catch no, up. He loses. It's 2004. <laughs> they weren't doing that, let's assume. It's he loses 2000. the case. Yeah, it's You're whatever. Four years. He loses the case. Uh, this costs the law office billions in, like, uh, like, I'm trying to think of but the word. Like, case has to go thing. back to trial. It's just a big mess. <laughs> um, and then people find out that that same lawyer who lost the case because he walked out of a deposition, he got promoted. So people are going to be like, what the hell? No, we're going to boycott this law office because they are being irresponsible. They are putting people's lives at risk because now <laughs> our client is going to jail because we couldn't defend him properly on, like, tax evasion stuff. I mean, like, we'll so just The law office it, has to shut down. People lose their jobs. It's a huge nightmare. This was before the recession. <laughs> we can agree to disagree. All I'm saying is most workaholic dads, it's like... The option is I'm going to just quit my job completely and I guess we're going to be homeless now because the movie's not explaining how I'm putting food on the oh, table Oh, silly anymore. me. I forgot this was a decom. <laughs> Parents can't have jobs. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but he keeps his job. He gets a promotion. So that's like a step sort Why of in a direction. I don't understand. This is like giving me a headache. Why does he get a promotion after this? <laughs> because I think that... He took charge, he delegated work instead of just doing it all himself. Because, like, for most depositions, like, the main lawyer doesn't always go to the deposition. They're, like, assistant lawyer goes But he to did it at things. the deposition. Like, they were but about they to go in for the meeting. No, they were wait. They were waiting for the client who was supposed to be there an hour and a half ago. They were they caught in traffic. Well, or maybe there was then, a medical emergency. They're like, my cat is vomiting. It's disgusting. Anyway. I'm going to be late. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, My wife is giving birth in the ben. hallway. I really can't be here right now. Ben doesn't reward tardiness. 
<laughs> but I guess his boss says just reward completely mishandling legal cases and they're like, yeah, we'll reward this reckless baby. And hiring and the hiring an inept temp. Because she's pretty. Yeah, no. This place is gonna go out of business. Yeah, no, that I that was a bad move all in all. I don't think it was bad that he went to Casey's Gate, but it was a bad move to hire It was very sweet. Okay, at the end of the day, it was very sweet that he went to her her game that she loses. Of all the games that he catches, (laughs) it's the one where, like, they're not, like, performing their best. So he's like, oh, man, just put my job at risk and my kid fumbled. Oh, boy. I thought that was cute that, like, they put her on the football team. It's not a big deal that she's in the football game, but also the team loses. Oh, real quick. Okay. Uh, I I don't know if I just, like, missed part of this or, like, I'm remembering incorrectly, even though I watched this eight hours ago. Uh, he like so he gets there and he sits down and he stands up in the stands. He's like, "Yeah, Casey, you got this." And she's like, "Dad, you're here." And then like she messes oh, yeah. up. She she looks at him to see that he's there and gets sacked immediately. Ben's the reason yeah, why they no. lost the game because she could have like made a touchdown oh or whatever, gosh. but yeah, she didn't because was... her dad was distracting her. Yeah, I didn't I know how I was hilarious. supposed to feel. About you should have just sat I... there and ate your food. But he was like, Casey, I made it. I'm like, I get it. Like, she's been done with you this whole movie. <laughs> sorry, like, they put that in the script and we're like, this is great. This is a good scene. We need this in the script. <laughs> and I guess what's weird about it, too, that was like, because like we t- touched on it earlier, but Casey really doesn't grow as a person. She doesn't. She's a brat the whole movie and she's a brat at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they're like. Character development? Never then, heard of her. And then Eve changes, but she changes for the worse. Okay. Oh, okay. I need to talk about her appearance change really quick before we continue. Eve has been turning out looks this whole movie. Like, she's, like, hair perfectly done. She's like, I'm ready to go, right? When she, Mm -hmm. like, has her big, like, character moment, she's got an ugly haircut, a cardigan, and khakis. And she's like, I'm a whole new woman. I'm like, Eve, you downgraded. What are you doing? (laughs) What I thought was also funny, too, like, one, like, cool, you're embracing your perfection, but I just love when she, like, stands at the store window and the woman's holding an Eve doll and then looks up at her, <laughs> and, like, Eve is just, like, pressed up against the window looking <laughs> sad, which, like, oh, and the shop lady's like, what the hell? Because she's, like, notice she's just noticing the resemblance, but honestly, I'd be, like, horrified if some grown woman was just sadly looking at a toy store window. <laughs> Do you... Do you need a job? Do you want to play with a toy for do a second? Do you need to like, call the police? Do- Is something wrong? <laughs> What's happening here, miss? Are you alright? Okay, so then after the game, uh, she's left. She told some woman an ominous message. Tell them I said goodbye. Oh, Eve shows up and she's like, I have to tell you goodbye. And Ben is just not listening to her. He's like, yeah, like, whatever. After the like, game. We, can, we can talk later. She's like, no, this is important. He's like, I could not care less. We didn't even smooch lady. Yeah, you mean nothing to me, woman. Damn, all these females really the same. So then she goes to the uh, downtown Sunnyvale place. And she goes to the security guard. And she's like, I'm home. He's like, you're late. Just go down the hall. Follow the footprints. Yeah, follow the footprints. This scene is... Confusing. 
Yeah. So then Lindsay Lohan happens to know where it is. I don't remember why. And she's like, Dad, let's go downtown. I'll we I don't have time to explain. Like you have the whole car ride yeah, to explain. Whatever happens young to you, lady. I'll explain on the way. That's like yeah. such a good line that so many movies use. Like it's like yeah, it helps. Like it's fine. Like I yeah, it, it cuts out all the unnecessary, like, okay, here's what happened, like, all that yeah, nonsense. Yeah, like, everything that the audience already knows. Yeah, it's like, we, yeah. we know, don't don't worry about it. It's like, I'll explain on the way. And so then, like, we as the audience aren't, like, regurgitating and reviewing everything that we've already seen up to this point. But now the character is caught up, and now everybody's on the same page. Yes. Yeah. It's a great plot but... device, <laughs> that one phrase. <laughs> So then they go, and then it turns. The security guard tells them, "Like, oh yeah, she came here to pick up her last paycheck." One, have you ever seen this woman in your life? <laughs> Two, where is the payroll office? Because she just goes to like this random stage. And this she says, "I'm." Doesn't she say, "I'm home"? Yeah, she says, "I'm home," and then he's like, "You're late. Go follow the footsteps." He and doesn't just, like. I guess he just thought she really loved working here, but like, wouldn't you recognize this her? This unlocks a really confusing and interesting look into how eve dolls are produced so earlier like a little throwaway line um richie <laughs> who is like being gross he's like oh like where'd you come from she's like indonesia but i was packaged locally and he's like oh uh -huh, indonesian huh and i'm like that's disgusting but we're not going to talk about that so she <laughs> there the doll is manufactured it's a product but yeah. The way things happen in the end of the movie with, like, Eve 2.0 and she's like, I'm just like other girls, like that type of deal. Is Eve a sentient doll and does her existence connect to how the dolls are made? I don't know if that even makes sense. I'm confusing myself, but I'm like... There's black magic in this movie, so I say anything is possible. All right, well... <laughs> I guess the one thing, though, that I thought was weird is the implication that, like, Barbies don't have casual wear. I also Barbies like... Barbies do, like, though! Yeah, well, it was just weird, because it's like the... Now I embrace my imperfections, so I'm just gonna wear some capris and a And a bob wow. that does not Whatever. work for my face. Going but back like, to the security guard at the front desk, um, <laughs> she says, I'm home, and he says, you're late. Follow the footprints. Um, she's late to pick up her paycheck? Like, you're clearly still open, so yeah. she's not late. Also, um, yeah, there's like... I don't know how to put this thought into words. I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to be able to communicate this properly, but, like, does Eve... Okay, so he's like, oh, you're like... So he recognizes her, at the very least, like, kind of does. Or he thinks he does. He, yeah, because yeah, he's not he like, what are you doing here, you crazy woman, please leave. He's like, yeah, go right on in. So, does this happen on a regular basis? Does Eve just come to life and forget? It's also weird, because, like, they said... Because, like, he says she's here to pick up her final paycheck. Which is like we're shutting down operations and we're laying people off. Like Eve the doll like, is here to pick up her final paycheck. I don't know what he thought. Maybe she's a spokesmodel for yeah. something. Like I mean, I maybe here the, that that would make sense if like the commercials that we saw earlier had like Tyra Banks in it, and she was like, "Hi, I'm Eve." Like, like not a caricature, but like the mascot <laughs> that's not the right word but it's like oh this is eve and like here's the doll of her 
it would make yeah. sense if like that was it. It's like, oh, you're the actress who plays Eve in the commercials, and she's like, I'm here to pick up my final paycheck. That would make sense. Yeah. But they don't do that. They just show the doll Eve. We're definitely putting more <laughs> thought into like an early two thousands decom, but like Especially than they did. But yeah. you know. Because they clearly did not care with the last ten minutes of this movie, like, oh whatever. Just kids go watch it, they're all gonna care. <laughs> So Meanwhile, then, three grown women are watching this movie. Like, <laughs> how does this work? So I don't get my it. Favorite movie. Oh man! So she becomes a doll again. She says, "She says like the happy, not satanic spell." Like her moon is just and regular. stars. But da, 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 da. this is not Sailor Moon. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she do, she does her Sailor Scout transformation into a doll. We don't, we don't see that, though. I would have... Oh, wait, yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> but it's boring. She just stands there she and shrinks. Sh- shrinks, yeah. <laughs> it's boring. Dad is like, we'll put this in a special place. <laughs> but the, cool. Wait, hold... Okay, that confuses me even more. So they take the Eve doll back home with them, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So then how does the new Eve get manufactured if there's no doll to reference? Because that doll is at home with a 10-year-old. It just happens. Uh, <laughs> Don't question it. I d- like, I, like, I was saying this earlier before we recorded. If there was a scene or, like, it was implied that Eve and Ben took the brand new Eve 2.0 to the doll manufacturers and were like, oh, here's, like, our brand new redesign for Eve. We think this is really going to save the company. Everything else in, like, the last 10 minutes of the movie would have made so much more sense and it would have tied everything in much better. But instead, it's just like, cut to the next day, and now here are all these brand new Eve dolls. Yeah, I love that it's like, the next day. It's so mm. fast. I'm like, what happened? And then, There's no concept you know, of time. But also, like, she got over her mom's death. She got over losing Eve. Like, she was crying. She's like, Eve, don't go. I love you. You've, like, really made an impact on my life in these last couple of days. Even though, like, up until, like, four hours ago, she's like, Eve, you are such a pain in my butt. Go away. (laughs) But then her friends see her, and then she's like, oh, hey, I'm gonna go hang out with my friend's dad. You know, the ones who said I should get over my mom's tragic and sudden death. It's really weird that the movie's just cool with that. But they were just like, Casey, look, like, we love you, but you seriously need to get over yourself. Your mom's dead. Get over it. You can't change it. She said, bet. That that would have been good if, like, that exchange had happened, like, face-to-face. They're like, you know, you've been a real stick in the mud since your mom died. Yeah, you should just, like, get over it. She's not coming back. And then Lindsay Lohan goes, oh, yeah, I'll show you. And then the black magic <laughs> scene happens. Like she takes her book out and she does it right in front yeah. of them. And they're like, oh, wow. And okay. Like, oh, well. my God. <laughs> then they wouldn't want to be her friends anymore. So. Yeah, they'd be like, yeah. never mind, you're crazy. Oh my goodness, that's funny. Oh man. (laughs) All in all, though, this movie, if you take time to really think about it, your head will hurt and it won't add up at all. It's it's an amazing movie to watch if you aren't nitpicky like Zach said. I'm nitpicky too. I just, I have a lot of like nostalgia for it. I'll tell you the three main reasons I like it. Yeah. There's the mon- the um, clothes montage, classic. Mm. 
Yes. Um, and it's such cute outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, there's the scene where she gets everybody to dance at the um, be a star, lawyer be a star. party. <laughs> and I love the song. Ooh, such a Very good song. catchy. I've been humming it to um, myself all day. <laughs> has a very good message. And then the, break, the last thing break. that I like, which you two don't, apparently... <laughs> It's the full cast dancing to the song at the end. It's, That's so uh, great. I, I love can't it. Dance, I, though. It's I, just that's so what f- makes it even better. Like it's really it's cute. So, I'm like, oh, I and think, here's the whole like it's a nice curtain call, so but dorky. I'm like, it's oh, kind of, you it can't reminds me dance. of like It reminds me of like the drama kids in high school. Yeah. And I, it just makes me so happy. Like, that's know. absolutely what we did at I the like end it. of our like production. Yeah. We like put on fresh prints. And we danced to it. And then we, like, left the stage. And everyone's like, that was a weird way to end your show. But yeah, I loved it. I just think it's cool to (laughs) still be silly and whatever as an adult and as, like, an adult actor. I think that's Mm -hmm. cool that they could still do that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, those are my... My three reasons. As much as we we criticize this movie and we're like, what's happening? It is very, like, sweet and fun to watch. Tyra Banks is just, like, really fun to look at (laughs) in this movie. And I also really like the concept of, like, it's all coming to life and not understanding Mm -hmm. how anything works. And how she's had all these jobs because it's like a Barbie, so Barbies can do anything. Which, by the way, (laughs) downgrade. I do not like the end of the movie where she's like, I'm just a normal gal. Yeah. So now you're not sending the message that girls can do anything. Exactly. Like, like, I... We started talking about this in the group chat. But, like... So Eve is like, it's, again, it's like Barbie, where it's like, I've been a police officer, a lawyer, a doctor, doctor and yeah. I look so great. You can do anything you want, girls. That's a message I love. It's like, listen, like, you can do whatever you well, want. And you can, I was almost going to say something not very family friendly, but you know what I was going to say. You could be a baddie. Uh, you could do whatever you want. But then at the end, she's like, I'm just a girl. <laughs> You with no ambitions, yeah. no dreams, like, and no goals. I'm just here to live my life. Which is fine, Casey, but still. Because <laughs> Casey, like, straight up is like, look, you're a real overachiever. Nobody likes that. Yeah. You need to just, like, that's an awful message to send to, to girls. Because, like, yeah, that's, like, the whole problem with, like, getting more girls into science and whatnot. Yeah. Like, that's, what do you do? You're on the football Casey, team. Casey, you're the Casey. lone girl on a boys football team. You're the quarterback. Exactly. Yeah. yeah well, and, like, yeah. you're an overachiever. Nobody likes that. Look what you're doing. You're setting the bar for other girls who want to go into sports. What do you, you just shut them all down. It's like, you want to be in a boys team? You're an overachiever. Know your and, place, yeah, sis. Yeah, that's, like, kind of exactly what girls get told when they want to do that kind of stuff in school. It's like, uh, stop being an overachiever. Ew. Yeah. Ew, gross. No, just, like, (laughs) stick to the status quo. (laughs) (laughs) So, this movie's really cute and really fun, and it does the things that we like very well, but as far as having, like, a real message, I guess don't take any of that home yeah. with you like yeah. ignore like the vaguely <laughs> anti-feminist message that this movie pushes at times and just like pay attention to like the fun outfits <laughs> and the fun yeah. dancing and i mean eve and, has some good lines like yeah everyone shines and yeah i love apples 
the song is good. The song has yeah. a good message. That's what the message should be of that movie. Not <laughs> don't not do anything. Stifle yourself. Yeah. yeah. Also, the my last thing I'll say before we wrap up is that they should put like a little PSA at the end that illiteracy can be helped and it's not too late. <laughs> If you have a friend, this was talk just to like Eve was like straight up dyslexic this whole time, and nobody cared. <laughs> like she just it was D D F F G G over and over again. Hun, what did just you think you smash. were doing? Like that's how, to be fair. That's how Stan Twitter writes, so it's okay. So. <laughs> On that note, thank you guys for talking about Life Size with me. It was a lot of fun. And thank you guys for listening. And remember to comment, like, and subscribe because we all need friends. Yeah. Okay. Shine bright, Bye. shine far. <laughs> You're a superstar. <laughs> all right, bye.